Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of Drinking in the Pen. I'm your host, Don Garcia. And this week, I just wanted to talk about how fucking grateful we should be that we're writers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start off that strong. The reality is, life is an interesting adventure. And how fortunate we are to be able to process feelings and thoughts and experiences and be able to create characters and story arcs and different dimensions, really. I mean, we can do whatever we want and what power there is in that. Um, However, I also think that our need for one another and the need to have community is so important and we really need creative interaction with others because it's, you know, we did choose a kind of an isolating profession and I'm dying to get into a room with other writers and be on a production again. And I can't wait for that to happen. And I hope it happens sooner than later. But in the meantime, there are so many other resources available to us as writers and we just need to capitalize on that. So I think that's what I really wanted to touch on this week is Find your people, find your tribe. I don't know who that is. They don't all have to be writers. They just have to be creatives that truly understand the varying degrees of emotion. And, you know, human beings are fragile creatures. And we've all had our own experiences. And those experiences... Sorry about that. I started coughing and choking. Allergies are fun, huh? So anyways, what I wanted to touch on is... Our fragility is kind of an asset, but we do need to lean on each other more. And in the last year, obviously, as we kind of maneuvered our way through COVID and are still trying to um, get through the Delta variant, there's never been a more important time to find some creative outlet. I know I have seen personally some of the uglier sides of human beings, but I've also seen the real beauty of it. And, you know, there are people out there who are so lost in their own worlds that they're incapable of allowing others in. And that is the way that it is. But if you're not that person and you're the person that can just see the beauty and remarkability of others and allow that and invite that into your life, I think that we're more enriched as creatives. And so, Um, live theater has come back music is coming back and art galleries and museums are opening again Uh, smaller events outdoor events they're all coming back and that is an opportunity to get together and see human beings in person and hug in person and, and feel all the feels that we need to feel that just remind us that we are in fact alive that's the best part of human just kind of the human experience, right? Anyways, so this last week I went to um, a play and it was so wonderful. It was through the Hollywood Fringe Festival at the Broadwater Theater in Hollywood. And I met one of my friends who I haven't seen in two years. We had a cocktail and then went in to see a one-act play by Kevin Neighbors called Versatile. The one thing I appreciate is that they did require proof of vaccination and that we had to wear masks. And I appreciate that because I feel like we have to look out for each other and care enough about other people and the well-being of other people to really, truly be our best selves. Empathy and compassion is why we are different from other 
living species. And perhaps it's time to really act on that a little bit more. But this performance by neighbors was brilliant and prolific. And he is a 25 year old man who has lived a very, very, very complicated existence. He and his brother were given up by their birth mother. They were mixed race, black and white, and were placed in the foster care system, which is a brutal system and a very broken system. And he was placed with multiple families, but eventually a white family. And while, yes, they loved him and everything, he was still grappling with his own identity as a black and white man and being of mixed race and who and which side to identify more with. And that is a very true thing. I I can tell you as a mixed race woman, it is frustrating to, I don't know, how I'm supposed to be identified because I lean more towards my Hispanic and Latina side, but people look at me and think, you know, I'm just white. And it's, it's a shame because we shouldn't have to be placed in such an isolating box. I don't think that any of us belong in one box. I don't think our identity, our sexuality, our, um, self realization aspects are that simple. I think we're more complicated than that. And I think that's a beautiful thing. But this performance really goes into so many things. He talks about race, sexuality, police brutality, injustices, isolation, loneliness, finding friends, trying to find a place to fit in. And he plays the part of about 15 different roles and he does it so seamlessly and powerfully and poignantly that you forget if you're watching Kevin or you're watching The Lion or you're watching... Um, his birth mother or you're watching his friend or his boyfriend or whatever role he slips in and out of he does it in such a powerful way and it is just non-stop and quite honestly there are very few actors that can pull that off uh I I in the review that I wrote um I refer to Gary Oldman because he's one of the few character actors that can commit to any role and you are a hundred percent convinced that he is that role and I would dare say that this this young man, Kevin Neighbors, is going to be quite a prolific actor, and I hope to God he gets more opportunities because just to watch him on stage and go through what he goes through, um, you're completely and utterly enthralled, and that was so beautiful to to see, to witness, just to to be present for. And I think that as creatives, we need more of those moments. So if you are out there, please support local theater because it makes a huge difference in this world. Support film and music and the arts because that is our saving grace as people. As for us as writers, I want to get back to why we need each other and why we need to lift each other up We need to do that far more often instead of competing with each other because the truth is we are stronger together. That is true of many things, I will say specifically for women in this industry. We need to really lean on each other more because our bond is our power. And I think that we need to get involved in more organizations that support that rhetoric and that narrative. And there are so many organizations out there that support all of us, and you need to really reach out to them. There's women in entertainment, women occupy Hollywood. There are, um, the, there's Outfest, there's uh, Reverie Television, there's uh, environmental 
organizations. There are the Film Fund, which is a supportive outlet and network that is trying to help fund filmmakers and their dreams. <clears throat> there are plenty of projects. There are outlets like Coverfly and Film Freeway, which give you an opportunity to have your work be seen and read and validated. There's also the Blacklist, which is a, a hosting site where you can have your 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 um, shows or your pilots or your films read by studio executives and it's an opportunity to be seen and get real tangible and very high quality feedback and I mean the reality is we all need recognition right and not everything that we write is going to be brilliant and we have to really be real with ourselves in that respect if you are in a constant state of wanting to improve though that's going to be your greatest asset and not giving up because this is not an industry for quitters it's really not an industry for those who are hoping to hit that one hit wonder and then retire for the rest of their life because the reality of that happening, especially in today's climate, is very unrealistic. You have to be committed to doing this job for the rest of your life. You really do. And if you don't, then please, by all means, go do something else that brings you more joy because there are plenty of writers out there who would love to take that space and who are committed to doing this forever. And, you know... This industry is up and down, high and low, but really it's staying the course that is the thing that sets you apart. It ha- it's, a, it's a long, hard-fought battle to make it in this world, especially in this industry. And, you know, it's not meant for the quitters. It's not meant for the ones who just want to be famous and be seen. Uh, it's really the wrong motivation. Uh, do it because you have something to say. And... And that's really my recommendation for all of you who listen, whether there's one of you listening or thousands of you listening. What matters is that if you're going to be a screenwriter, if you're going to do this, you've got to be your biggest fan. You've got to keep at it. But you've also got to know if and when it's time for you to look at another alternative. I'm so grateful that I write and I know in my soul of souls that I don't plan on doing anything else in my life, that this is what I love the most. This is what I was meant to do. And I hope that you all have that sense of conviction and growth is imperative to your success. So be willing to listen to advice, be willing to know when you don't know enough, be willing to know when you need to push on or take a step back. Those are all things that are going to help you. Um, and honestly, I just have to tell you this week, um, this past week has been one of the hardest for me personally, uh, a lot of traumatic, uh, things happened and I was so grateful that I was able to write. I didn't write through all of it, but I gave myself permission to feel the things that I was feeling. And, you know, as humans, we're all over the map sometimes and that's okay, but don't cut yourself off from the world. Find out who matters. Let go of those who don't. If people try to dim your shine or they can't see the beauty that you possess and they can't see your goodness, then they don't need to be in your life. And that's okay. And I think as writers, there's a very fine line between our personal life and our creative life because most of our personal life is why we have a creative life to begin with because those things that we've experienced find their way out. So um, my my advice this week is to find your, find your tribe, find your community. And while it's hard to do that in person right now, 
um, there are plenty of resources available to you and I highly recommend that you utilize them. Um, I do get asked a lot about investors and projects and it might sound harsh, but you kind of need to do the groundwork for yourself. There's no easy way. I mean, look for resources, do your due diligence. There's not a, a clear and easy path. This is not that kind of profession. So sorry, my chair is very squeaky right now, but, um, yeah, I think this week I just wanted to say, find your community. Don't, don't quit easily and utilize resources. But for those of you who are listening, who are women in film, please put aside the catty competitiveness and realize that if we can really lift each other up and support each other on this journey, that that is where our superpower lies. So I really encourage all of us to empower one another because it does make an enormous difference in what we're doing. And that's, that's it for this week. Um, in terms of your writing assignment, I wanted to give you your choose your own adventure scene. Remember that you have a song to listen to and you have three scenes to choose from. You can write, uh, one of them or all of them. It's totally up to you, but really it's about seeing things from a different perspective, trying something different and just challenging yourself. So, Uh, I hope you do these, but the song for this week is Red House by Jimi Hendrix. The first scene option is to imagine that you're in the midst of a war breaking out. It can be any kind of war. It can be societal, it can be animals, it can be aliens, it can be uh, political, social, racial, sexual, whatever it is. But I want you to really think about what war would make you... um, be able to write something pretty profound and do it to that song. Um, it can be any time period, any, any, uh, realm, whatever you want. It could be a planetary war, whatever it is, but environmental. Anyways, that's the point. You just need to write a war scene. You choose what that is. The second scene is I want you to imagine that you're listening to that song and you are on an airplane And you are sat beside the most annoyingly chatty person you've ever come across. And you're just trying not to lose your shit. The third scene is I want you to be out in a group. It could be you, could be anyone, but your characters are sitting in a a really crowded space. Obviously, COVID uh, is not part of it. But that song comes on. Can you even hear it? Because you're laughing so hard. What's going on? Are you drinking? Are you having a good time? Are they having a good time? It could be you. Like I said, I'm, I'm just putting you in the situation. Sometimes it's fun to write the scenario and imagine that you are the character. So I want you to be in a crowded room. I want that song to either remind you of a moment in your childhood that you all bond over or you're just creating a new moment. And that's it. Those are your scenes for the week. Um, I will be back next week and Thanks for those of you who do tune in. I don't know if this is valuable to you or not, but sure as hell hope it is. I hope that something I say triggers something in you that makes you want to write more, um, push yourself harder, challenge yourself. Because that, in essence, is the whole purpose of this podcast. And remember that, you know, who you allow yourself to be, what you allow to influence your world is what separates you from the pact. So be mindful of that and be strong and tough and powerful. And don't forget that you matter and your point of view is essential. Okay. Have a good week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.